My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 119 of The Kate Show. Today I'm talking about the seven qualifications of a successful staging or interior design brand. So if you own a business in the home industry, and if you are considering a rebrand, or if you're just wondering if your current brand is on par with what your business needs right now, this episode is for you. Now you might already know, branding is more than just having a logo. For years, I honestly did not understand this concept. And by the way, what makes a good brand and how exactly does this impact your business? It's a great question and there's no actual short answer to this. A brand is the equivalent of a personality. Now your personality and my personality, they're determined by how we carry ourselves, how we dress, how we spend our time, and how we interact with others. Your business has a personality too. Visually, this looks like a logo, a consistent use of the same font and color palette, you know, obvious things. But practically, it also includes what you offer, your services, how you offer them, so how they're packaged, and to whom you offer them, meaning your ideal client. Back to the visual part of it, mass-produced logos and color palettes that are, let's say, too childish or too serious for your ideal client, or if you use too many different fonts or if you are not defining and packaging your services correctly to meet the needs of your ideal clients, if you're talking about your services and sales on social media instead of addressing pain points, or talking about frequently asked questions or sharing client stories, all those things I just mentioned can be brand killers that will completely prevent you from reaching the clientele that you want and need in your business. So, In this episode, I am breaking down the seven qualifications that you need to make sure your branding is meeting in order to feel assured that yes, we are on the right track or no, it's time for a rebrand. So guys, let's get right into it. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. If you are anything like me, you may have started out with a logo from Vistaprint. Mass-produced to the max, not at all quite professional, but you know better than nothing. But grabbing a logo and coming up with a business name are just the beginning. So it's like if you get those two, I don't want to say wrong, but I'm going to say it. If you get them wrong, going to cause a lot of trouble down the line for you. Think about some of the most well-known brands in the world. Coca-Cola, Gucci, Marc Jacobs. These brands are first recognized by their logos and their color palettes. But of course, that alone is not what made them famous. They're well-known because of what they deliver and how they deliver it. Gucci bags are different from Target handbags, even though they're both the same type of product. From price point to quality and customer experience, Gucci and Target can sell similar product, but they have completely different Target clients and a totally different brand experience. Now, I have to ask you guys, is your design firm, staging business, workroom, is it more of a Gucci? Because I bet you are not on the Target end of things. You guys actually deeply care about your clients and about the experience or the product that you are delivering. So if you see yourself as more of a Gucci or you would like to be that level and you just can't figure out why you're struggling to level up, 
you might actually have all the makings of a Gucci level company, but your branding might have a Target or a Walmart feel to it. And I've been there, guys. When I started my business back in 2014, I chose my business name based on what I liked and on what represented my services, but I completely disregarded my ideal client when choosing that name. And honestly, it's because I had no clue who my ideal client was or why I needed to define that. And later, like two years later, I had to completely rebrand, which is a real pain in the neck, by the way. But it really also helped me push my business to the next level because that is the difference. If I had not rebranded, you guys never would have found me. I would still be out there trying to write random marketing copy for anyone who would pay me. And that is not to be copied, okay? That is not a strategy for success. I chose to hone in on business owners in the home industry because you guys are my ideal clients. And the more specific I was in who I am serving, the more specialized I became, the easier it was to get clients, make a name for myself, and so on. And here you guys are listening to me. So that's really the secret to building a successful business. You have to start out with good branding and understand that branding is so much more than just a logo. Now, once my business had really put on, let's say, the outfit and the accessories that my ideal client could relate with and appreciate. So in other words, once I positioned my business in a way that actually attracted you guys to it because it was meant for you guys from the packages to my podcast topics, all of it really, that's when I started to attract my ideal client. Again, you guys that are listening right now. I had to hone in on who you were and how you showed up and where you showed up so that I could show up where you guys were already hanging out. I also wanted to make it really obvious that my services are tailored to you. And this is what you need to do for your ideal clients. I had to address the pain points even before you guys had asked me to because I needed to prove that I've done my research, I understand your needs, and I've already created solutions for you. I was able to make you guys feel taken care of from the start and even now through this podcast because I understand what you're going through and I make it my business my literal business, to study you, to study how to help you feel guided and confident and run successful businesses from a marketing standpoint. That is my brand. I empower my clients by either teaching them what they need to know or by giving them streamlined tools to accomplish their goals or by offering custom services to do it for them. Again, this is exactly what you should be doing for your clients. So let's go into the qualifications of successful branding so that you guys can use it as a litmus test to figure out, okay, am I on track or does my branding need work? If you know who your ideal client is, you can start by assigning them a face, a name, a backstory, and then look at your logo and your services and how you present yourself in your marketing and ask, does this align? Does this make sense? Does this attract my ideal client? And if any part of it does not, then you've got to change it or remove it right away. So we're going to start with the different changes you might need to make. The first qualification for a good brand is changing your business name if that's what you need to do. But maybe you don't have to change your business name, or maybe you do have to tweak it a little bit, but you don't have to do a new LLC. You could do a new DBA or doing business as. The fewer words your business name has, the better, just because it's a lot easier for people to remember when it's short. Hence why I have a business called Socialite. It's one word. Make sure that you're opting for clarity over cleverness. Use a word that evokes the emotion you want your clients to feel when they interact with you. So again, I chose socialite, not because I'm super social or well-connected, 
but because that's how I want my clients to feel. It sends a vibe of effortless confidence and success. And because my business actually does deliver those results to my clients, my business name is more than just a name. I've built a brand around it. Now, again, this is not me tooting my own horn, but I would not be qualified to teach you guys about branding if I myself had not already built a good brand. All right. So aside from your business name, one thing I want to say really quick is I have run into a lot of people in the home industry who do not have a legal tax entity for their business, meaning you guys are operating under your personal names, personal bank accounts. You do not have an LLC or any other form of liability protection. I'm not a lawyer, but I urge you to speak with one. It is really easy to set up an LLC, and not only will it actually give you tons of tax benefits come tax time, but it will also protect you. So if in the middle of your rebranding, you are not an LLC, make sure you become one, because when you choose your new business name, you want to make sure everything is on the up and up, it's on all the legal paperwork that you need, it's on your website, you have to make it clear that you are an LLC or that you are incorporated or whatever you are because this is your livelihood. And if you are operating as a sole person, just like a regular person, you actually open yourself up to a lot of liability exposure if someone were to sue you, which heaven forbid, right? Anyway, I just had to get that out there. Um, okay, so moving on to number two, changing your logo. Now, if you need to get a new logo, maybe you, you're not changing your business name, but your logo is like, ugh, you need a new one. Make sure you hire a professional graphic designer to get the job done. They will work with you on a design that aligns with you and most of all, lines up with what your ideal client would like to see because your brand is more about them and less about us as business owners. Now, along that line, number three is choosing the right color palette. For example, black and white branding are more sophisticated. They're great for high-end clients. The more colors that you add into your brand, the more playful or childish the brand will appear, which is great, by the way, if you specialize in kid-centered designs or something. There's no right or wrong way to do this as long as the visuals align with your ideal client and remain consistent from your website and social media to your print marketing and physical signage. Does marketing your interior design, home staging, or workroom business give you anxiety? Guys, I get it. I used to hate marketing. That is, until I found a way to make it easy and simple. Now I share my secrets with all my members over at socialitevault.com. As a member, you get access to social media posts, captions, hashtag sets, email newsletters, client welcome packets, branded magazines, and more, ensuring that you'll have a complete sales funnel for attracting new clients even when you're asleep or just too busy to even think about your marketing. Turn those hours you spend worrying about your marketing into hours spent working on new client projects. Your business deserves high quality marketing and you deserve to get your time back. There is no contract required for this service, so head over to socialitevault.com to get started. Number four of the branding qualifications is be the voice of your business. This is something that you might already be doing, or maybe you're not doing it quite the way you should be, or maybe you've just never done it. Being the voice of your business means that you need to share who you are as a person in every aspect of your marketing. And this can be really hard for some people. I know it was hard for me at first, but you need to share your stories of struggle and triumph. Share your interests, especially if you have things in common with your ideal client. And if you're like, oh, I don't know what I have in common with my ideal client, that's a sign that you 
still don't know who your ideal client is, so you need to go back and figure that out because otherwise your marketing is just not going to be effective and therefore your branding will also miss the mark as well. So be the voice of your business. You guys see me do this on social media. You see me do this in the podcast where I've had a lot of you tell me, I feel like I know you. When we finally talk on the phone, you're like, oh, wow, it's you. I feel like we are already friends, which is awesome because that means I'm doing my job. Now, I'm not sharing all the nitty gritty details of my personal life. I'm not sharing every time I have a bad day or every time I get into some sort of altercation. (laughs) But what I'm doing is sharing photos of my family and of myself. And for example, on social media, I'm putting those captions out there that share the things that are important to me, totally beyond running a business, beyond marketing. Because you guys need to know, I am a real person. I am a Midwestern, small town, actually more of a redneck, honestly, country girl. And you may have never guessed that about me. (laughs) Just kidding. You probably already knew. But I share those things because I'm not trying to create an image of something that I'm not. I am quite comfortable in letting you guys see who I really am because I want to know who you really are because life is way too short for us to be things that we're not. So being the face of your business means that you are getting out there as a real person to whatever degree you are comfortable with and that you are just talking, that you're just communicating with your social media followers, your email subscribers, your blog readers, that you are being real. Okay, so number six is repackage your services. This is something that you should look at more than when you're just rebranding. Because here's the deal. For example, two interior designers could offer the same suite of services and have completely different client experiences and different ideal clients. The features and benefits of those services are going to depend on, of course, the ideal client who is receiving them. So if you've got full-service kitchen remodeling for the high-end bachelor in New York City, versus kitchen remodeling for the stay-at-home Midwestern couple, that's going to look completely different. The two types of clients have different reasons for wanting to remodel, and they have different needs within those projects, which means each interior designer should build out her services or his services based on their ideal client, rather than putting together services and then trying to hunt down the client that fits those services. See what I mean here? Build your brand and your packages and your services with the end client in mind. Okay, so number seven is like one of the biggest things. And I I make this mistake, guys. Okay, so this is me preaching to myself. And it's about inconsistency. Inconsistency is the biggest branding faux pas I have seen across the board. Yes, even in my own business. If you're creating a new digital ad, like you're using Canva to whip up something, or someone is designing a print ad for you, a new website, something. And let's say your fonts keep changing even just a little bit, or you find yourself wanting to bring in new colors, or you're trying to speak to people who are really beyond who your ideal client is. You know, if you keep doing that, your marketing will fall apart. It will look scattered. You will not look focused or specialized. And again, preaching to myself here, you have got to stay consistent with your visuals, with who you're talking to and with how you serve them. If you keep adding new services for different new ideal clients, it'll also have the same effect, by the way. You'll end up looking like a generalist rather than a specialist. So be consistent, be narrowly focused. So even though you are a professional at what you do, an inconsistent visual presence or messaging or too many services, they honestly do weaken your authority. So to keep potential clients confident in your ability to serve them, just stay focused. Stay focused, guys. This is why 
There are certain services out there that other marketing companies offer because it works for them, but I don't because it doesn't work for me. So just think about what you're offering. And if you're offering something just because your colleagues are offering it, take a step back. Do yourself a huge favor, really up-level your brand this year, and make sure that you're only offering services that your ideal client actually finds useful and also you enjoy providing because life is too short to not like what we do. But you just need to remain consistent and be very, very clear on who you're serving because that is your brand. Okay, so now I'm going to get into a few tips as far as uh, scaling your business because I know a lot of us are into that. So whether you are looking to reach more of the high-end market with your staging, workroom, interior design services, or let's just say that you're just getting started. You aren't really sure what you're doing. I mean, honestly, are any of us? No. (laughs) So here are some things to keep in mind. Now, the first thing is brand for where you intend to go as a business and not for where you are right now. Now, it's impossible to know where any of us will be, say, five years from now, but you do have a little idea of that in your head, don't you? I know I do. So I'm not going to rely on DIY logos anymore or slapped together cheap websites because that's not who I want to be known as. Now, in my early days of business, I felt so guilty if I made myself look more successful than I was. But setting up a professional specific brand for your business is not actually dishonest, even if you haven't served a single client yet. In fact, setting up a poor brand would be a disservice to yourself and your future clients. If you're going to run a business, dive into doing what is required. Brand as though you're already successful. This way, you won't have to rebrand once you meet that goal. Now, on that note, my next tip is to avoid copying other people's branding. And this can happen directly or indirectly, accidentally or purposefully. So whether you're riffing off a colleague's website copy that you just really love, let's say you love how they describe their service packages and you want to use that wording, or you saw someone else's logo on Pinterest and you want your logo to look exactly like that, or, you know, just anything really, It can be so easy to accidentally copy things a little too much. And great branding is not about matching what your colleagues or competitors are doing, but it's about being exactly what your ideal client needs, from the visual representation to the emotional experience of working with you. All right, so one more, a few more tips actually. The next tip I have for you is that even though everything has already been said before, you still need to say it in your own voice. Let me explain. If you find yourself looking at the millions of blog posts and social media captions on the internet, you're going to see much of the same topics across the home industry. Interior designers discuss kitchen and bath renos, color palette tips, home stagers share their staging stats and tips, workrooms post about their projects and installs, and despite every topic having been talked about before, the way you personally share it will be different and it will always be worth doing. You are going to position any topic out there, I don't care what it is, you're going to position it in a way that relates to your ideal audience. And that's a huge component of branding. So don't think, well, I'm an interior designer and I really am passionate about choosing the right color palette for like small spaces or children's rooms. But I feel like there are already so many blog posts out there like that. Or I just saw someone else's newsletter and they talked about this. You should still talk about it because you have a different perspective. Okay, and someone needs to hear that. You were given this knowledge for a reason. Now it's your job to share it. Okay, so on that note, the final tip I have for you is that content marketing actually will enhance your brand. Content marketing means turning the various elements that you use, social media, your website, etc., into a sales funnel. 
Now, the marketing that you do, honestly, that is any message on any platform that you produce for your ideal client. That can include social media posts, blog posts, digital or print magazines, videos. And with this definition of content marketing in mind, you need to remember that paid advertising obviously is not marketing. Social media posts or email blasts that talk about sales or discounts are also not marketing. That is advertising. However, social media and blog posts that educate, entertain, or inspire your ideal client are definitely essential content marketing. So your marketing is the relationship that you have with your ideal clients. Your brand is the personality of your business. Make sure that your personality is the type that your ideal client would want to be around. That's it in a nutshell, honestly. So if you have questions about branding, if you want my referrals and suggestions for different graphic designers, hit me up. You can go to katethesocialite.com. You can go to my free Facebook group, Marketing for Home Pros. Just let me know what you need because I know there are so many people out there who would like to serve you with the best branding that you could possibly have for your business. And it is an investment that will pay off. I know that some people are like, well, I'll get a new brand when I hit this milestone. But the truth is you could actually hit that milestone faster if your business was already primed and ready for it. So don't get stuck on, oh, rebranding means I just need a new logo. No, no, no. If you don't know who your ideal client is, then you have no business getting a new logo. You have no business renaming your business. <laughs> okay, I'm so bossy. I know, but it's my podcast. Make sure you're clear. All right, guys, you know what I'm going to say next. Keep your marketing simple. And yeah, keep your message clear. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.